Well, hello, everybody. This is Pastor Mark A. Stroud, and I thank you so very much for joining me for another broadcast right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, this past Sunday morning service was dynamic, and we had a guest speaker. His name is Dr. Stephen Governor, and he spoke from the subject of the year of the ruling sword. That's right, the year of the ruling sword. We had a wonderful time, so I wanted to share this week's message with you. It's going to be awesome. Now, don't forget to go to our website 24 hours a day at www.kingdomrock.org. There, you can hear today's message and so many more right there on the website. And don't forget, while you're there, consider a financial donation for the support of Kingdom Rock Radio. And let me tell you about our new call-in streaming live phone number. That's right, our streaming live phone number. The number is 563 563- Three nine 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 three nine eight six. That's five six three. 999-3986. Now you can hear all of our services, some live and recorded right there on your mobile device or on your home phone. Just dial the number and press the appropriate option. We're going to have a great time. All right, without any further ado, here comes today's message entitled The Year of the Ruling Sword by Dr. Stephen Governor right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. Enjoy. Just thank Pastor for having us. It's always an honor for us to come and speak uh, to you and bring you the word of the Lord. Amen? Amen. And so we, we thank the Lord for the worship and the praise, and we can sense the excitement. And we need to maintain that excitement. Amen. And just uh, keep thanking the Lord. Um, we see the new facility. Amen. There's the new building. Uh, we thank the Lord for that. Amen. And so we, um, we, 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 the word of God says, the word of God says that in, in the word, you know, God gives us a vision. The vision is for an appointed time. And the Bible says, don't tarry, wait for it. Amen. Don't become discouraged. Don't become despondent. There's a timing for every, amen, every promise to manifest. Amen. God is the great promise keeper. Can you say amen? amen. He said, the vision is for an appointed time. Though it tarry, wait for it. For in the end, it shall speak and not lie. Amen. amen. I said, it shall speak and not lie. But we have got to learn how to wait upon the Lord. And while we're waiting upon the Lord, amen, that's not just waiting and doing nothing, amen, we, we pray. We pray like crazy, amen. And uh, that's, that's vitally important that you pray because it's vitally important for you to see that goal, amen, and that building manifested and also the, the funds that you need to keep the, the, the in-house, uh, amen, uh, afloat, so to speak, that God will supernaturally. He's done it in the month of January. He'll do it in the month of February, Amen. Uh, he'll do it. He'll do it over and over again. But we, but we got to be faithful. Amen. I said we got to be faithful. Hallelujah. Let's let's pray together and let's just see what the Lord wants to say for us this morning. I believe this is this um, this is a great day and we want the Holy Spirit to minister to us. Um, we would, would uh, pastor is a man that's uh, really a man after God's own heart, and he, and he wants the Holy Spirit to manifest. He wants re- revival. Amen. Uh, fires to continue to burn in the hearts of God's people. Amen. Amen. He wants that spiritual awakening to take place by the Spirit of God. Amen. And he wants to see this uh, this community. He wants to see this region shaken by God's power. Hallelujah. He wants to see many people turn to Christ. Amen. And so we thank the Lord for you. God's going to use you, my brother. God's going to use you, my sister. Amen. To spread the, 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 the good news, the gospel. That's how God works. God works in mysterious ways. He signs and wonders to perform but he's revealed what those mysteries are in the word of God. And so, Father, this morning, we want to thank you for Kingdom Rock. 
Family Worship Center. Thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for what you're doing in this part of the vineyard. Lord, we pray especially today, Father, that's, uh, Father that you'll give us the continual grace, that you'll give us, Father God, that added strength, that added strength grace, and mercy, Lord, to fulfill the kingdom mandate, Lord, that you have in the name of Jesus for this house. I pray for each and every one, Father God, today, as on the sound of my voice. I pray that your hand will, Father, rest upon them. I pray the word of the Lord will minister to them. I pray the power of the Holy Spirit, God, will begin to embrace them. And, and Lord, whatever their need is today, Lord, we thank you that you are greater in the name of Jesus. Anything we can face, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And so I pray for the hand of the Lord to come upon each one that's under the sound of my voice, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And so I thank you today, Lord, especially for those, Father, who are, who are trusting you for a miracle. Lord, be it a financial miracle, be it a, a relational miracle, be it, Father God, for a job, or Lord, they're trusting you, Father God, for scholarship, income, increase, faith income. Lord, we just want to thank you today that, Lord, there'll be an impartation that will come by the Holy Spirit, God, in the name of Jesus, that will cause them, Lord, to reach that, Father, to reach that goal that you have for them, in the name of Jesus, Father. Thank you for what you're doing in and through this ministry, Lord. Thank you, Father God, that your word says the Lord added daily such as to be saved. So we thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that, Father, you're releasing an anointing for everyone, Lord, to win one. For everyone, Father God, to, to teach one. For everyone to disciple one. In the name of Jesus, Father. Thank you, Lord, for this, uh, for this community of believers that you are raising up, Lord. Father, I just release the anointing now for understanding. We pray for that spirit of understanding, God. Give us understanding, Lord. Open our minds to the Word of God. Open our hearts to the Spirit of God. In Jesus' name, Lord. Unless you give us understanding. And so, Lord, we pray for that spirit of understanding according to Isaiah 11.2. Father, we ask for that spirit of understanding now, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Open up every heart, God, in this place. Open every mind in this place, we pray, Lord. To receive the engrafted word that is able to save our souls. In the name of Jesus. And so, Lord, in advance, we ascribe all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you're unwell in body today, you need a miracle in your body. You're trusting God uh, for a miracle in your in your, in your body, you're unwell. Maybe you, maybe you have a growth or a tumor or cancer or some sickness that is um, afflicting you. We're going to pray in the name of Jesus, and God's hand's going to come upon you. You don't have to sit there, Amen, and, and being uncomfortable or being afflicted or being tormented. This is your moment. This is your moment for a miracle. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, I was saying to Pastor, um, I think to Pastor Mark, I said, you know, the Lord is the Lord is uh, doing. God is in some incredible things because we entered into a new season. Amen. And uh, you know, we we. I was saying to Pastor Mark when we first spoke, I said, you know, the Lord has given me a word for the year 2017. And we say that 2017 
But you have to understand, there's two calendars. One is called the the uh, solar calendar, and which is the Gregorian calendar. Amen. That's where we get our our dates from. But there's another calendar, amen, and that calendar is governed by the, it's called the lunar calendar, which is God's calendar. God never changed his calendar, man did, amen. amen. One calendar is governed by the sun, God called Ra, and the other, God, the other calendar is governed by our God, amen. It's called the lunar calendar, why? Because uh, the moon always, amen, rises out of darkness. Can you say amen? amen. So whatever we're going through, praise God, but we thank God for God's calendar. And when you, when you, speak, to a, when you speak to a Jewish person, Amen. You've got to understand that the Bible is a, is an Eastern culture. Amen. And so you've got to understand a little about culture. When you talk to somebody that's, that's Jewish, they don't say it's 2017. They say it's a year five. And then whatever the year is, five always remains uh, consistent. Five is the number of supernatural grace. Amen. Supernatural enablement. But 777, the three sevens has to do with, the, with, 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 the, with what we call the clashing of the swords. Three swords. Amen. And so if you begin to go deeper into the word 5777, it's a year of the sword. Amen. I remember I ministered in Carrollton not so long ago, and, and there was a sword hanging right against the wall. Amen. So we took that sword, hallelujah, and we said it's the year of the sword. You can cut your way through. Can you say amen? amen. The word of the Lord. Amen. Hebrews 4.12. God's word is what? Quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. So 577, amen, we say right here is, is the year of the ruling sword. Amen. And so we said, we said right here, there will be a cutting away, a cutting off, and a cutting through. Amen. And so if you, God has given us the word of God, it's important for us to have the word of God in us. Amen. In fact, if you want, if you want your prayers to be answered, amen, we, 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 there's a, we, we teach on how to get your prayers. And lots of people pray, but we need our prayers to be answered. Yes. Amen. Yes. amen. And one of the things Jesus said in John 15, verses 7, he said, if, he said, if, if I abide in you, what do you say? My words abide in you. See, most people don't get the prayers answered because they've got no word content. You see? He said, if, if, he said, he said in other words, he said, if I, if I abide, amen, if you abide in me and I abide in you, but he said, if my words abide in you, then you shall ask. Amen? And then it shall be given unto you. I mean, God, if God said that, see, it's a spiritual dynamic. We don't want to meditate in the Word. We don't want to spend time in God's Word. We don't want to really study the Word of God. And yet we expect God to answer our prayer. Amen. There's a heavenly realm and there's an earthly realm. And there's conflict. Amen? Prayer is spiritual. Worship is spiritual. Tithing is spiritual. Amen? All these things are spiritual. And so you have to, you have to, the Bible says God has blessed us with every what? Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Well, it's in the heavenly places, but we want it to manifest in the, in the natural realm. Can you say amen? Right. So there's some things that we need to do to see a manifestation. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. So it's, these are all spiritual dynamics. And people don't understand. They say, why should I go to church? Why should I pray? Why should I read the word of God? Because they, all, they are spiritual. And what, when something takes place in, the, in, in, in this realm, in the earthly realm, because something is taking place in the heavenly realm. Amen? There's three realms. The first heaven, second heaven, third heaven. And so God lives in, the, in, in paradise, which is the third heaven. Paul said, I knew, I, I knew of a man that was caught up to the third heaven. But in the second heaven is where the warfare takes place. Amen? And then we need to understand there's rules of engagement. Amen? But in this season, God is saying for us, we need, to be, we need to know what the Word of God says and get so filled with the Word of God. So when you go and pray, amen, let the Word flow out of you. Can you say amen? amen. So uh, because of time, let me, let me just keep... Uh, Pastor, what do I do to go forward here? Yeah? Oh, there we go. Right there. Uh, just, just press that, right? So it's, uh, the, this, the year of the ruling soul, amen. So one of the things the Bible says, the word of God is what? It's a double-edged sword. Say a double-edged sword. Double-edged God's sword. word is what? Two-edged. So 
The word two-edged, it basically, if you go and study that word in the Greek, the Greek word is called, is called distomos, D-I-S-T-O-M-O-S, okay? Distomos means two-mouth sword. Everyone say two-mouth sword. Okay, so uh, let's go to the next one. They're just walking past it. Okay. Uh, all right. So, in other words, what God is saying, it's a two-edged sword. Amen? Two-edged, two-mouth. Say two-mouth. Two-mouth. So, guess what? God gave it the first mouth. Can you say amen? amen. Why is it called two-mouth? Because we are the one that gives it the second amen. mouth. Amen. 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 It's two mouth. It says it's a, it says if you go study that word, it means two edged. Okay, it means uh, distomos means two mouth having two edges, like a two edged sword with both sides of the blade sharpened to an edge. Amen. And it says what penetrates at every point of contact coming in and going out. A two edged sword is an ideal defensive offensive weapon and also known as a drinker of blood. We don't want to go into that, but what it actually means is two mouth sword. When God spoke the word, he gave it one, one edge. It's a two edge, two mouth. Amen. God spoke it, he gave it one edge. God's waiting upon us. We say we're waiting upon God. He's waiting upon us. Amen. If you get so filled with the word of God, amen. And when you start praying, let the word of God flow out of you. Amen. You meditate in the word of God. You fill yourself with the word of God. You saturate with the word of God. And then when you go into, when you go, when you go to pray, amen, then you let the word of God flow out of you. Can you say amen? So anyway, we don't want to, uh, I want to just quickly go through this right here. So we say it's the year 5777. Amen. And it's, a, it's in the Hebrew, they call it the, the word, it's called Hayen Zion. Amen. If you say Hayen Zion long enough, amen, uh, it'll be a tongue twister for you. Okay. So, Ayin is the number of 70 and it, it, and it signifies empowerment. God wants to empower you. Amen. God wants to empower Kingdom Rock Church. Can you say amen? amen. How many of you want to be empowered? God is a God that wants to empower us. Can you say amen? And so God is saying today that you come to church. Thank God for Pastor Mark. Amen. He empowers us through the word of the Lord. When the word of God comes forth, we get empowered. We get enriched. We get energized. Can you say amen? amen. So this is the year, amen, of empowerment. Say empowerment. And the Bible talks about this. It's, it's the number 70. Iron is the number 70. Don't want to go into too much of detail, but it says, uh, let's go back. Let's go back one more. Uh, it says iron is number 70, right? And it says signify number of empowerment. Numbers 11, God pours out his spirit on the 70 elders of Israel and they prophesied. Amen. In Luke 10, Jesus sent out what? 70 to heal the sick. Cast out devils, proclaim the kingdom of God. So in this season, God is saying it's time for us, amen, to start allowing the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit of God. We need to start moving in signs, wonders, and miracles because the year 5777 is the number of the Holy Spirit. The number 7 typifies the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we're going to see a manifestation. Say a manifestation. We're going to see a demonstration. Amen. We're going to see some incredible things take place because the year 5777 is the year of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. Amen. 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 The Bible talks about, God wants to activate the number seven in our lives. Yes. Yes. Say, say, say Lord, activate the number seven in my life. Amen. I want the number seven to be activated. Is it good? Oh, good. Okay. The number seven to be activated in my life. Amen. So it's five, seven, seven, seven. Hallelujah. See, we, see, we say 2017. Yes, it is. Amen. And by the way, this five, seven, 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 which is the year 2017, according to our calendar, started in January. But according to the, 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 the Hebrew calendar, it started last year. 
Amen. When we were still in 2016, in the month of September, it was called the head of the year. Ross Ashana, they call it. Amen. The head of the year. Amen. And so, uh, how many of you know that uh, we know we know who the head of the year is? Amen. We know who's the head. Amen. And we know who the body is. Amen. And so, and so the Lord is saying during this time also, it's the, if you go study this very carefully, you'll find, amen, if you go on to the, if you just look at this next, um, when you put these two words together, okay, it means Oz, not Dr. Oz, amen, but it means Oz, O-Z, okay? And that means strength, say strength. strength. We're going from strength to strength. Amen. amen. Look, God's giving you strength. Each and every day he gives you more strength. Thank you, Lord. Some of you don't even know how you made it. Amen. By the grace of God. Amen. But every day he gives us strength. Continual grace. Continual strength. Can you? The Bible says in the book of Psalms 84 verse 7. God says we're going from strength to strength. Amen. Say it with me. I'm going from strength to strength. God says, I'm going from strength to strength, from strength to strength, from strength to strength. Amen. Forget about tomorrow. Sufficient out of the day is the evil thereof. Give us the day our daily bread. God gives you grace. God gives you strength for what needs to be done. What task is at hand? God gives you the energy. God gives you the strength. Can you say amen? So we are going from strength to strength. 2017 is a year of strength. It's a year where God will show himself strong. God wants to, God wants to mantle us. See, when hands were laid upon you, God wants to mantle you with a new strength of power. Amen. 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 God, wants to, God wants to mantle you. God wants to put, God wants to empower you. God wants yes. to strengthen you. Amen. You come to church to get encouraged, yes. to get built up, yes. Amen. to get yes. stirred up. Can you say amen? amen? All right, so anyway, but if you take a closer look at this word, it actually means the eye, amen, and the season where God is saying that, in other words, you can either, you come to church or you, you can perceive Negative or positive? Amen. Are you the glasses are either half empty or half full? When the Jews understand, Amen. When they when they see the year five seven seven seven, to them they have a choice. They say it's it's a choice. Say it's a choice. It's a see, God said, I've said life and death before you. He said choose life. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Sunday morning you can stay in bed or you can choose life. Amen. 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 Whenever you have your Bible study, whether it's Tuesday or Wednesday, you can choose life or you can choose death. Amen. I'm going to choose life. I've said life and death before you. God says choose life. Amen. As for me and my house, we're going to what? Serve the Lord. So when you've got to understand, hey, you've got to remember it's a choice. Amen. So in other words, God is saying right here, when a Jew sees 5777, he sees it may be a year off. May it be a day off. May it be a week off. May it be a month off. Can you say amen? amen. Well, how do you see the day? From God's perspective, from a kingdom perspective. Amen. Like Pastor Mark was saying, it's so easy for us to speak out, amen, it's just speak out things as they are. Amen. I mean, you have, you're going through a situation, you speak that situation. Yeah. Things, you think about it, amen. And then suddenly other pe- others begin to speak about things and you begin to speak about things. But you need to be a game changer. You can change the environment by the words that you're powerful life of this is in your tongue. Amen. amen. You don't have to say what others are saying. In fact, you don't have to say anything. Sometimes we think, you know, we got to say something. No. Sometimes you better just, sometimes you've got to zip the lip. Can you say amen? amen. And not say anything. Amen. You don't have to say anything, especially if it's going to be negative and it's be contrary to the word of God and the will of God. Amen? Because your word changed the atmosphere. So God is saying, right, remember it's a choice. Amen? So God is saying, let's go into the year 2017 and let's believe for what? 
Because the number 17 is the number in the Hebrew, it means tov, T-O-V. And the number 17 means good. All things work together for good. The number 17 means beautiful in the Hebrew. Amen? Say beautiful. 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 The number 17 also means everything is working as God wants it to work. Amen. 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 Everything is functioning the way that God wants it to function. Hallelujah. God wants your marriage, your home, your family. He wants the children. He wants your business. He wants everything to function the way he wants it to function. 17 means everything is working. Amen. Everything is working exactly Everything is working how God wants it to work. See, God, God wants it to work a certain way. And God is saying the number 17 is everything is working like he wants it to work. The church, can you say amen? Everything in the church is working the way that he wants to see it working. Everything in your home, in your relationship, he wants it to work, amen, according to how he sees it working. He wants everything to work, amen. So how many of you know when something is not working, we say it's what? It's broken. Right? It's broken down. God never called us to be a, a breakdown people. He called us to be a breakthrough people. Amen. 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 And so God is saying that, yeah, in Bremen, you can break through. Can you say amen? So anyway, let's keep, let's keep going. And so 2017, uh, let's go back one more. Let's go back one more. It says right here. Uh, it says, believe God for good things, exciting things, outrageous things. Amen. And then it says, write you extravagant things, shocking things. Amen. God wants to shock you this year. Hallelujah. He's got some things, amen, that will literally shock you to reality. Amen. How could God do that? Amen. Because you know what it is? It's the year where the hidden things are going to manifest. One of the things about the year 2017 is when the children of Israel said, what is it? What is it? It's called manna. Manna means what is it? Amen. Sometimes you go through and you say, I know God is about to do something. I know something's about to give. I know something's about to shift. I don't know. I, I, I can sense that something is about to happen. It's what is it? It is a surprise. Yes. It is something that's, that's called manna. manna. Manna means angel's food, the food of the righteous. Amen. If manna means hidden things are going to manifest this year. Things that, things that you cannot see, God is going to open your eyes. Amen. For you to see like you've never seen before. Amen. God says there are treasures in the hills. There are, there are secret riches that God wants to open your eyes to. Sometimes, you know, we, we don't realize the thing that we're looking for is right below your nose. Amen. The very miracle that we're looking for is, is right in, in front of us. But sometimes we cannot see. Remember that, that saying? I mean, you cannot see what? The trees what? For the forest, right? Amen. So many times what you're looking for is right in front of you. God says the miracle is at hand. Put your hand in front of you. It says the kingdom of God is at hand. Can you say amen? So, so in other words, um, we moved. We moved from um, uh, you know we we moved from from where we were living. We we're living in a zip code three three zero three three nine, and we moved to another zip code. It was three zero one four four. We moved from a, a which is basically uh, into the. In, in, we live right now live in Kennesaw. And outside our outside the 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 outside the the, the lounge. If you look out of the lounge area, that you know, you, you, there's a there's a fabric store across the road, and it's called Outrageous Fabrics. Outrageous interiors. Out, 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 outrageous interiors. Amen. So outrageous. God said to us when I when I saw that, He said, "I'm bringing you something that is the word outrageous means unusual." Yes. Amen. Yes. 
God says, everywhere you go, release the anointing for an outrageous miracle. Amen. If you study, if you could do the Webster's or go to some, your dictionary and just put the word outrageous, it'll amaze you. It means it's not normal. Amen. In other words, expect unusual things. Expect miraculous things. Amen. So God says right here, expect uh, extravagant things. Say extravagant things. Not, not conventional. We like conventional. But God says this is the year where you're going to see some extravagant blessings. Amen. God is an extravagant God. He paves. The, the Bible talks about, amen, God's throne. Think about it. Amen. Think about the, what, what the streets of The streets are as gold. Amen. Think about God is an extravagant God. I didn't know that. Well, read your Bible. Pearls. Amen. God loves pearls. Amen. Think of the, the gates. Amen. Think about all the wonderful things of how God's temple. God wants his house to look beautiful. Can you say amen? God wants you to look beautiful. Amen. I mean, when people walk into kingdom wrath, they need to, they need to sense excellence. They need to sense the spirit of God. God is doing something in your midst. Can you say amen? We, this is the house of God. This is the gateway to heaven. Amen. And so God wants us to, God wants, God is saying, I, I'm, when I talk about extravagant, what I'm saying is some people, they love poverty. They are, they are bedfellows. But God is, when, when, when you tithe, amen, when you give, you, that's the only way that you can come out from that spirit of poverty. You gotta give your way out of your financial Amen. dilemma. Yes. Yes. Amen. What you're doing, you're breaking that spirit of poverty. Yes. You're breaking generational curses. Yes. Because your tithe is your covenant connector. Can you say amen? amen. When you tithe, that's your covenant connector. Hallelujah. You're honoring the Lord. Amen. And so God, what God is saying to us today, look at, let's go back, let's go to the next one. And then it says right here, um, well, exceeding the, exceeding the limits of what is usual. In other words, you've got a budget for the month of February. God wants you to exceed the limit. Yes. What happens if you're trusting God for 5,500 and then, amen, uh, suddenly, say suddenly. suddenly. Yeah, that's the sudden manifestation. Can you say amen? amen. amen. And, and you go up to 10,000. Praise God, you can do more. Amen. You can put money aside for the building. Can you say amen? amen. We can do all, everything that needs to be done. Exceeding the limits of what is usual. So the anointing of God that's unleashed into this house this morning is for, for God is saying you will exceed the limits. Amen. There'll be no deficit in the house. Can you say amen? amen. You'll have surplus. Yes. Yes. Hey, aren't you tired of paycheck to paycheck? Surplus. Say surplus. <laughs> amen. So God says right here. See, listen to this. Kingdom Rock needs to have a reputation. Somebody said, what reputation? Church unusual. Amen. Not church usual. Yes. Do you see that? Church what? Unusual. Listen, if you need a miracle, go to Kingdom Rock. Amen. 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 If you need God to touch you, go to Kingdom Rock. Amen. If you want to hear the word of the Lord, that's where you need to be in amen. Kingdom Rock. Can you say amen? amen? Family Worship Center. Because this is church unusual. Aren't you tired of usual? Yeah. Mundane. Same old, same old. Amen. amen. Aren't you tired of that? Thank you. See, God says you cannot put what? New wine into it? Oh, wineskin. Oh, right? So God is renewing the wineskin. Let me just throw this in with right now. The new wineskin that God is that God is renewing, it's called apostolic community. Say apostolic community. God is raising up an apostolic community. Hallelujah. God wants us to be an apostolic people. The word apostolic means sent. Jesus was the first apostle. He was sent from God. Can you say amen? Apostolos means sent one. Amen. And so God is saying to us, the new wines can have to do with the church moving from what we call an institutional paradigm into a relational paradigm. Can you say amen? God doesn't want us to be institutional. He wants us to be relational. 
See, that's what community is all about. Can you say amen? amen. To understand community, you've got to understand that God wants to impart to you what we call generational blessing. Say generational blessing. Generational, generational blessing. blessing has to do generational blessings. Amen. If you want your inheritance, not your heritage, big difference. If you want your inheritance, then you've got to be a son in the house. You've got to be a daughter in the house. Because who? Amen. The son gets the inheritance. Amen. Jesus, before he was an apostle, this is just in a nutshell, just to hit your heart like we say and run, he was a son before he was an apostle. Jesus never go around wearing a title on his forehead saying, you know what, son of God, son of God, in, in, in neon lights, you know, flashing out, son of God, son of God, son of God. Like most people, they, you know what, they, they got it they, right here on the forehead, you can see it, bishop, 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 bishop. You know, uh, apostle, 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 apostle. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you who I am. You will know who I am. You, amen. You do something out of line, you'll know quickly who I am. Amen. amen. The father doesn't say he's the father of the house, right? Putting a big title, your father, father, father. Amen. You will know who the father is when you step into, amen, into my home and do something that's in violation. Amen. Quickly, you'll know who the, who the, come on now. So we, so in other words, see, a, a great man of God many years ago came to our country. His name was Bob Mumford. Bob Mumford was a, a wonderful man of God. He came out with, with another man of God by the name of Joseph Garlington. First time we ever saw a white and a black. Bob Mumford is white. Joseph Garlington is black. First time you saw cross-pollination. Oh yeah, I'm coming in the pulpit now, right? Where, you know, Joseph Garlington, Bob Mumford will get up and speak on the kingdom mandate. This was, this was about, maybe about almost 40 years ago or 35, 40 years ago. He'll get up and speak on the kingdom of God. On the kingdom. He was the first one I had the kingdom message from, was Bob Mumford. So he speaks on the kingdom, and then Joseph Garlington will tag team with him and, and get up and speak on the kingdom. Wonderful. And he, Bob Mumford, amen, he made a, a statement once. And the statement that he made is very, very powerful. Amen. We thank God for men of God and for the statements that they make. Can you say amen? amen. And he said, authority is like soap. Let's all say authority is like soap. Authority is like soap. The more you use it, the less you have. <laughs> well, that's what it is. I don't have to put a big pastor, 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 pastor flashing. Amen. A lot of people are taught the title conscious. But God is bringing us into a relational context. Amen. He's moving the church from being institutional. Amen. Sounds like an institution to me. Seems like a mental institution. <laughs> I just made it up now. Amen. Uh, maybe, I'll, uh, maybe I'll use that. Right. We, the church is not a mental institution. Amen. We are not. The church has become too structured. Yes. We are too program driven. Man of God, Rick Warren wrote a book once about being purpose driven. We want to be presence driven. Can you yes. say amen? amen? Driven by the Holy amen. Spirit. Hallelujah. Yes. Driven with purpose. Yes. But this is a new paradigm. Can you say amen? So God is saying that if you want your inheritance, you've got to become a son in Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. Son or daughter, if you're female. Amen. Mother, daughter, father, son. But we just use the scriptural definition scriptural terms when we talk about father and son we're talking about mother and daughter like Ruth and Naomi 
I mean, there's Ruth and Naomi in the Bible. Amen. Where you live, I live. Where you die, I'll die. Amen. Your God will be my God. I mean, that kind of a commitment and covenant. Hallelujah. So the new paradigm that God is calling the church into, the new wineskin, is a father and son. It's called not, not, listen, there was a season in the body of Christ where God restored the office of a pastor. He restored the office. It talks about coming out of the church, coming out of the dark ages. Because you've got to understand there was a decline before there was an incline, we call it, right? The church went to what the church history talks about, the decline. And every office has been restored. Every office, pastor, teacher, prophet, evangelist, all these offices God restored in days gone by. So now when we have apostolic prophetic conventions about one man, it's about the big shot. Now it's not about the one man, it's about the one man, Christ Jesus. It ain't about the one man anymore. I believe in apostles, I believe in prophets, and I believe in pastors and teachers and evangelists. But God is not saying that one man is going to dominate a meeting any longer. God wants an apostolic people to emerge that are in relationship one with another. And we have a reputation as church unusual, as an apostolic community that number one, listen, listen to this. If you look at the day of Pentecost, I'll just, I'll just want to just throw this in for you because pastor said, you know, talk about this community. Give us a few, a few pointers. One of the things you'll find that on the day of Pentecost, something wonderful took place and many times this is not being not being taught before Pentecost they moved in signs wonders and miracles amen before Pentecost they had signs wonders and miracles before Pentecost they were casting out devils amen before Pentecost Jesus laid his hands upon the 70 sent them out two by two amen they came back and said master amen the demons are subject amen to your name he said don't rejoice at that rejoice because your name is in the land book of life amen so Jesus in other words giving them a perspective here so listen I'm, all power and all authority have been given unto me but then he's given us that power and he said it's called delegated power can you say amen he said in other words even he told us amen as the father sent me so send I you amen that's delegated authority right but something took place at Pentecost. Before Pentecost, they were, they were fighting for positions in the church. Who sits on the platform? <laughs> you know, who, who sits on those, what we call the Charles Stanley chairs? You know, who sits on those chairs? You know what I'm See, who sits on that chair? You know, who sits in the front row? Lord, can we sit on your right hand? Can we sit? The same, same thing. They're all fighting, they're jockeying for positions. You know, well, who'll be the next pastor? You know, who's the next elder? Who's the, these are the same politics in the church. Before that, there, were, there, was, there was a lot of what we call a lot of indifference. There was a lot of competition, a lot of struggling, a lot of conflict. Right? Yeah. That was before Pentecost. <laughs> After Pentecost, everything changed. And one thing we don't get taught in the church today, we get taught the signs, the wonders, the miracles, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I'm all for that as a revivalist. We've seen it. God is still doing it and we still travel. We still minister, amen, in that vein. But what God did was after Pentecost, the people of God, one thing he took out of their hearts was he took out the competition, took out the jealousy, took out the envy, he took out the indifference, amen, he took out all that, hallelujah, because now the Bible says after Pentecost, they became our people of one mind and one heart, you know how we're going to reach Bremen for God, where we become one mind and one heart, amen, if we don't have one mind, one heart, we ain't going to reach this, this community and have the impact and put up that building that you saw, 
Now listen to this. You'll find the competition. You'll find when ministers get together, everybody wants to rule the roost. Everybody wants to, amen, play. They, this is it, man, I've got everything together. Oh yeah, you know, just look at me how I'm dressed. I'm dressed to kill. I'm dressed for success, you know. <laughs> you know, check my, look at my suits. Look at my rings. And look at the, look at the, listen, God looks at the heart. Amen. Right? You can doll and you can put all that up and that, and that's wonderful. Praise the Lord. That's as his place. Amen. Uh, we looking, we love, we love, it's good for us to smell good and look good, but I pray that your heart, amen, amen your heart is in the right place. You, you only have to get together with ministers to know what, what competition is all about. Everyone jockeying for positions, you know. And you'll find after Pentecost, God took all that out, all that indifference, all that conflict. All that, all, all that indifference from the heart. He took everything out. Why? Because the Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 4, read it. The Bible says they all became one mind, one heart. Amen. When, and the Bible says God, when they prayed, God shook that building. Hallelujah. You know what? We're not seeing great things take place. Thank God for, for Pastor Mark and the pastors will get together in this region. Amen. And that's how it should be. Can you say amen? amen. Well, pastors get together. Yes. And they pray together. Amen. They fellowship together. Can you say amen? It's called the city elders. Amen. They're getting together. Amen. Other apostles are obviously fellowshipping with other apostles. Other prophets. Can you say amen? Other teachers. And we're equipping. We Listen to this. We are out to build the kingdom of God. Can you say amen? amen. So God is saying, listen to this. Now listen carefully. We're moving from what we call an institutional church to a relational church. Amen. amen. To be relational, you've got to be one heart and one mind with God. One heart and one mind with God. I'm if you say, I, 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 Amen. I, I'm one heart and one mind with God. Amen. Come on, now, let me see. Amen. 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 One, one heart, one mind with God. The Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Then the, God says, the second thing is, you got to be one heart and one mind with your leader. Yes. Yes. That's where it gets quiet. Amen. See. That's where, that's where in most churches it gets very quiet. That's why we got all the schisms and the splits. And I talk to pastors because we pastor pastors. Amen. The churches get split. Amen. The people take away 10 members, 20 members, 30 members. They're taking to start their own church and they don't understand the father and son relationship. They don't understand who gets the inheritance. The church is in a mess. The church, amen, grows up to 100 people, then it gets down to 50 people. What happened to the other 50 people? Well, you know, so-and-so had a, amen, was ambitious, and he just split the church, you know. But you see, if you are one heart and one mind with God, one heart, one mind with your leader. See, most people don't want to have one, one, one mind with a leader. That's why the Bible says he took the spirit that was on Moses, and he put it on the 70 elders. See? You've got to be one heart and one mind with your leader. You've got to honor your leaders. Leaders are not perfect now. Amen. It's not about perfection. It's about the grace of God upon their lives and the office in which God has put them. You see, you can get, it by, you can get by, especially when somebody who is not anointed, hasn't been appointed by God, hasn't been placed in the fivefold ministry by God. Amen. They, 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 they're not, I got Bible, I'll travel. Mother called me to preach. Mother gave me the keys to the kingdom. No, Jesus gave Peter the keys to the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Mother can't give you keys to the kingdom. She give you keys to the house that you live in. That's the only house you're going to live for the rest of your life probably, right? But you're not going to get the keys to the kingdom of God. You're not going to do great exploits for God. Amen. So the bottom line is that when God places an anointing and he places a man in an office, like remember Moses? Moses was called by God. Miriam 
Think about it. She came against the office in which her brother stood. That's right. And she became a leper. See, most people today are lepers. Leprosy is a nerve disease. They're numb. It doesn't matter what you preach, what you teach. They got no conviction. They're just numb. That's why we need the anointing of God. We need to be sensitized because we've been desensitized, right? So what God is saying to us is be, you must be one heart, one mind with your leader. Honor your leaders. Amen. Honor Pastor Mark and Shemeika, Amen Stroud. Honor, honor our dear sister Lynn. Honor, honor, the, honor the leadership of this church. Place honor where God places honor. Amen. And God will honor you. Amen. Because what's on this house, amen, if you honor this house, what's on this house would come on you. Because this is the Bible says this is the house of God. This is the gateway to heaven. Amen. The Bible says that Moses and Joshua, remember, they were what? Moses and Joshua. Remember, the Bible says Moses was up on the hill. And there was a battle going on. I'm not if you know there's a battle going on. But the Bible says Aaron has stayed the hands of the leadership. And what happened? The Bible says Joshua mowed down the enemy. See, because that's what God wants. God wants those that will come and be supportive and help the pastor. Yes. We can't, listen, Pastor Mark and his dear wife, uh, Amen Sumika, we thank God for them, but they can't do this alone. Amen. They need you. Amen. Amen. You are the vision community. Yes. Amen. Amen. And the resources are with the vision, is with the vision community. Mm-hmm. Amen. The coin is in the fish's mouth. Can you say amen? amen. Everything you need to build that building is sitting right here in front of you. Amen. Amen. Really? Really. Amen. 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 God can raise up multi-millionaires right here in Kingdom Rock. Don't look outside for, for, for amen, for, for, the, for, the, for the multi-millionaires. They, they, God can raise them up right here. Well, if you've got so much of unbelief and you saw him bombard and said, can God do it here? You know what? Then God, then for you, nothing is going to really happen. For those of us who believe that God can do it, can you say amen? Because we're going to be faithful to God. The Bible says, a faithful man will abound the blessings of God that make it rich and have no sorrow. Amen. Either God is a liar. The Bible, my Bible says, let, let God be true. Every man be a liar. Right? Now listen. One heart, one mind with God. One heart, one mind with your leader. And one heart and one mind with one another. See, we're not one, mind, one heart, one mind with one another. The Bible says you must love one another, forgive one another, pray for one another. Amen. Encourage one another. Can you say Amen. We are brothers and sisters. We don't want to sit next to each other. When somebody, when, when, when you, I mean, you, when, when, when you see sister so-and-so coming through that door, sister Bucketmouth, we call them. When you see, sister, <laughs> amen, when you see sister Bucketmouth coming out through that door, amen, you want to run for the exit door on this side. See, when you see, we call them brother doodad, you know. When you see that brother coming, amen, you say, my goodness. See, there's so much of, so much of indifference. There's so much of striving, Amen. Because we don't like each other. We don't really love. We say, well, we love each other, but do we really love? That's why we got to be a community. A true community is transparency. There is humility. We submit one to another in the fear of God. Amen? Amen. We submit one to another in the fear of God. You know what's going to keep you out of trouble? Is community. And you know what your first community is? It's your family with a big F. Amen. Amen. Your family is your first community. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. You better take care of your your first community. Because that's the community you're going to end up with. That's right. That's right. 
end of the day, when everything is said and done and more said and less done, your family is the, is the community. Can you say amen? amen. You cannot put up with your own family. How are you going to put up with the church of God? Because charity begins at home. Learn to love, learn to forgive, learn to walk, amen, before God. That's what it's all about, right? How many of you love your family? See, we say family is hard to live with, but hard to live without, right? You want to kill them. (laughs) I joined the club, right? (laughs) Family is not perfect, right? Family is not perfect. You'll never find perfect family. You'll never find a perfect church. My pastor, you say, if you find a perfect church, don't join the church, you'll ruin the church. <laughs> that's what my pastor say all the time. Amen. So never find a perfect church. The church is several thousand people. That's what church we're from, South Africa. So never, he says, don't look for the perfect church. You'll never find it. If you find it, don't join it. You'll ruin it. He's right. Right? Kingdom Rock, thank God. God is calling us now, amen, to be what we call an oikos community. Oikos is the word which means household, community. It's back to where God wants the church to be. The Bible says they continue daily, right? In the apostles' doctrine, see, apostles' doctrine, fellowship, breaking of bread, and prayers. The Bible says they did it with one another. Come on now. They met in homes, yeah. right? You want to see revival? It's got to begin in the home. Yes. The home front. So you're getting quiet now. Revival in the church is great, and we, 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 you know, we, we subscribe to the above. But revival must begin in the home. It's time to build the altars in the home. It's time to get in your face in your home. Amen. It's, the Bible says God filled the whole house. Amen. The Bible says the whole house in the book of, in the book of Acts chapter 2. While they were all seated, God filled the whole house. God wants to fill your home so that your home can become what we call the Obadidim household. And you can experience the Obadidim blessing where everything you touch multiplies, increases. Can you say amen? Amen. Listen, there was a great man of God and he was, uh, if I can get his name, it'll come to me. But he said, he called it every home for Christ. Amen. Every home for Christ. Can you say amen? Amen. Think about that. What will happen if every home in Bremen and the surrounding areas is where Jesus is Lord. Every home for Christ. The Bible says before they left Egypt, there was a lamb for every house. A lamb for every house means Jesus for every house. Because he's the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Amen. So if we want to see... That building accomplished, amen, we don't have to wait to get to the new building. We must start right here. Yes. If you move into a new house right now, it'll be everywhere you go, I've discovered something, there I am. <laughs> Write it down, that's deep. Amen. amen. Everywhere I go, I discovered something, there I am. Which means you can, you can put somebody, I can make, take you right now, put you in a new home. You're the same person. You're going to wreck that thing up. You're going to trash that thing up. Oh, yeah. Because if you can't take care of what is little, God says you're faithful of a little. I'll make you faithful of much. Faithful of that of another man. Then I'm going to give you your own. If you can't take care of this building, can't take care of this community. Come on now, folks. How is God going to give you more? Right? If we've got 50 people all messed up and God had to bless mess, 100 mess, 
Guess what? The other 50 that come and join this mess, little living living's the whole lump, but pretty soon we're going to have 100 messed up people, more confusion. Am I speaking the truth? Amen. So we better get our act cleaned. Come on, get our act cleaned out here at Kingdom Rock Church. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah, because we want to see a house, come on, built upon a solid foundation. Can you say amen? amen. The Bible says this house must be founded upon the rock. That means you're a doer of the word of God. Not just years only. The floods came, they beat upon that house. Could not bring Kingdom Rock down because we're not just years. We don't want to get our years tickled. We're not year tickling seekers. Amen. We're not trying to sugarcoat everything. We're saying, look, let's live uprightly. The days are critical. The days are crucial. Can you say amen? amen. Let's begin to get our let, let's begin to get our lives right. Let's get our homes right. Can you say amen? amen. Community is awesome. Yes. Amen. We take care of one another. Thank you, Hallelujah. Amen. We pray for one another. Yes. We encourage one another. We build one another. Yes. See, so the word is one mind, one accord with God, one mind, one accord with your leadership. Amen. Otherwise, you're a sinking ship. Amen. And one mind, one accord with your brothers and sisters. Can you say amen? amen. Some of you can say, Lord, I, 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 I want to be one mind, one accord. Amen. Because where there's unity, God commands his blessing. Yes. Little becomes much when you put him at master's hand. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Now, let me say this and then, and then we're going to... Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go through all this, amen, right now, because we don't have time for that. But let me just keep going here. Okay, can we go for, let's keep going, amen. Uh, right, let's see. Okay, we don't want to go and go here. This is about believing God for the hidden riches. I already told you about that, amen. Let's keep going. Um, okay, so God is saying this is the season where you're going to have new avenues of income. Can you say amen? amen? New opportunities, new business, lost monies or inheritances that has been lost, that have been tied up. God says stock market, investments, unclaimed monies, contracts that have been bound up, agreements. God can unlock things. Amen. 2017 yes. is the yes. year yes. for God is going to unlock some things. Yes. Yes. Things that have been tied up. Amen. God's going to unlock these things for us. Can you say amen? Okay. Secret riches, things that have been overlooked. Right? Maybe an idea for your business that you've never seen before. Amen. These are something that God says all these things that are hidden are going to what? Surface. Can you say Amen. All right. In other words, God is saying right here, God is saying you can do something that you have not done before that can bring great resources to the church and the kingdom advances. All right. Now think about it. If the Lord makes you a millionaire, right? Okay. So you tied a hundred thousand dollars to kingdom rock church. God makes you a millionaire, my brother, right? You tied off the top. Because the tithe is absolute, no questions asked. Belongs to God, right? 100,000. So if I've got 10 millionaires right sitting right here, and each one is tithing 100,000, we've got a million church. It's a win-win situation. The kingdom of God's advances. How are we going to reach that goal? We've got you sitting right here. The potential is right here. Got to just keep digging. Can you say amen? amen? There's a true story. In Texas, there was a company... Amen. That was digging for oil. Went into partnership with another company. And they started digging for oil. They finally what happened was they hit what they call salty water. The water became salty. When you hit salt, when you when you go rock, when you go rock, when you go right to the bottom and the water is salty, that means that you gotta close the shop. You know, close everything down. There's nothing gonna take place. Because obviously, you know, you basically there's once you hit salty water, there's no oil. It's salt. You know what I'm saying? 
So the person, true story, I've got the names and everything, and I, I use this when I'm teaching on the wells, and that is what happened was the one person that came into partnership pulled everything away. The person just went and sought God and started praying for a miracle. Amen? Prayed for a miracle, and God turned it around. And they call it miracle sand now, because oil started coming out of a place, out of an unusual place. God turned the situation around. Okay? It's called humble oil. Amen. And some, I don't know if any of you heard of the company, but it's a very, very, it's a, it's a true story. God just turned the thing around. What God is saying right now, this may be salty water. Right? Because remember the prophet of God, they came to the prophet and they said to the prophet, listen, the water, the city is pleasant, the water is bad. People are dying because they're drinking this water. Why? There's miscarriages. Amen. Broken relationship, broken, broken homes, lots of jobs, people losing their mind. Amen. People are losing their minds. They, they, they're just crazy. Okay, because of the water. What is the water? The washing of the water by the word of God. Because we're not getting the right diet on a Sunday morning. Right? Because we're eating cotton candy. We, the Bible says it's time for kingdom rock for you to cross over into something new and something fresh. Can you say amen? But we cannot cross over eating cotton candy. That's why he said prepare victuals before you can cross over. Before you can get to this new place that God wants to take you to, get your diet right. Get your family right. Amen. Get, 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 get order. Can you say amen? Get, get everything in place. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because a great man of God came to our church many years ago. His name was Roy Eek Senior. Roy Eek Senior, a powerful man. The Argentina revival was, was initiated. That, that was, he was one of the men used mightily by the Lord. He said, while your church is small, get everything in place. Yes. 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 He said, because you, you can't wait till the church grows. Then you start bringing order and structure. Too late to turn the Titanic around. Oh yeah, some churches right now, they cannot turn the Titanic around because it'll sink. Because they've gone so far, right? So what, what God is saying to us is, while we're this size, you're a good-sized church. The average church, Bonner says about 83 people. At one time it was 50, then 70, now it's 83. But who cares how many people it is, amen? Thank God for, for this ministry. Thank God, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, we see every one of these seats filled in Jesus' name. Amen. From the last time I come, I see this church growing by the grace of God. Amen. amen. Jesus, I'm going to build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. Can you say amen? amen? Hallelujah. Let's speak things up. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Let's begin to speak things up and say, you know, I thank God for Pastor Mark. I thank God for Pastor Samika. Thank God, amen, for, 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 for the mothers in the house and the fathers in the house and for sisters in the house. Thank God for all our workers and our deacons. Thank God for all those. We got the best church in Bremen, hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. You see, listen, numbers, numbers, if you want, we're going to follow the cloud, not the crowd. Amen. Yes. Numbers, thank God, we, yes, we're into numbers. Other book of numbers won't be in the Bible. We love numbers, but we're not in love with numbers to make it an idol, which is idolatry. We'll get excited and get all pumped up. We've got a couple of hundred people, big praise and worship up there. What is that? What is all That's a show. Right? right? This is where you start. And I thank God for your enthusiasm. Write this down. Your enthusiasm determines your victory. And I'm going I'm 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 to write you. Your enthusiasm determines your victory. Remember the prophet of God? He told the king, take the arrows and start striking. Amen? He, str- he struck once, twice, and he got, he became self-conscious of himself. He said, I'm a king. What am I doing on the floor? You know? Didn't know how to humble himself. And the prophet of God said, you know what? You should have struck. You could have, you should have just keep striking, keep striking. Because miracle sand. Amen. Keep striking. It may be salty water. Just keep striking, keep striking, keep striking. Hallelujah. But he said, because you did not. 
because you did not strike more than you're supposed to, because you had no, you were not enthusiastic. You know what the word enthusiasm comes from? Enthusiasm. Entheo in God. Enthusiasm is made up of the word entheo, in theos. Theos, theo is God. So guess where our, our enthusiasm comes from? The saints for the race Christ from the dead indwells us. It'll quicken our mortal bodies. Amen? Now, sometimes we don't feel the, we used to use the term, the quickening power of God. Lord, wake up on the morning, say, Lord, the saints for the race Christ from the dead, even though I don't feel like getting out of the bed, but quicken me. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Glory to God. Amen. I'm not going to turn the alarm off and lose my, my hour, so to speak. Amen. The same spirit, God, you said. Amen. The same spirit, yes. those who wait upon the Lord. Jesus. Shall what? The word wait is an interesting word. The word wait means to entwine oneself like a many-fibered rope. When you're waiting upon God, you're entwining yourself. Amen. That's what word wait means, to entwine yourself. Hallelujah. Like a many-fibered rope. Glory to God. That's where the strength comes from. If you take different, different strengths of ropes, amen, you entwine them together. We can do more. You can't do more if you don't wait upon the Lord. Shall what? Renew. The word renew means to change. You'll be changed waiting upon the Lord. Can you say amen? Amen. And the word renew means this. It doesn't mean exchange. It means replace. God says, I will replace your strength, which is weakness, for with my strength, which is life. Hallelujah. We don't want our strength. We want His strength. But you've got to wait upon the Lord. Amen. And waiting upon the Lord means you're going to keep your mouth shut. Wait upon the Lord means you're going to sit there and do nothing. At one time we said, don't just sit there, do something. But there are times now where you're going to just, just sit there and do nothing. Sit in the presence of God. Bask in His presence. Amen. Wait upon the Lord. Lord, I'm waiting upon you. Hallelujah. Why? Because... Listening and waiting upon God has to do with the, the master speaking to you. Yeah. Praise, I'm speaking to God. But if I'm doing all the talking, when is he going to do the talking? Amen. I had a friend of mine who's going to be with the Lord now. Powerful man of God. He invited another minister to come visit him. The one who came to visit him was a visitor. The visitor did all the talking. And my, 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 this is an apostolic man, is a powerful man of God. He turned around, looked at the minister and said, when does the host get a chance to talk? <laughs> Imagine you're praying all the time, amen, praying 15, 20 minutes and just rattling off. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. God is not your errand boy. That's right. Amen. That's right. People got no respect. They don't respect themselves. They don't respect their parents. They don't respect leadership. They, they respect nothing. Amen. That's why we're in the state we're in, because we lost respect. And God says, who do you think you are? Coming and bossing me around. We'd like to boss God, right? Do that, save that, heal that, you know. What's wrong with you? Are you crippled? Are you lame? Are you handicapped? See, we we need to start having a paradigm here. Some of the things we say, I'm waiting on God, aren't we? When God's waiting on you. Amen. So wouldn't it be wonderful for you just to sit down for a minute or two, or maybe start with one minute, two minutes, three minutes, and just sit. And I'm doing a series called Building Listening Prayer. People say, what is that? 
I never heard of listening prayer. I want to know what listening prayer is. Listening prayer means you listen. Yes. 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 Amen. That's deep, right? Because the word says in Psalm 46, verse 10, Be silent and know that I am God. Be silent, he said. Means shut your mouth, sit in my presence, and wait upon the Lord. Can you say amen? Because I'm going to speak to you, hallelujah, and I'm going to refresh you. I'm going to renew you. You'll get such an edge on life, hallelujah. Come on now. Your strength will be renewed. You'll be so refreshed. You may think I'm not doing nothing. You better believe it because that natural mind. It's called the sanctification of your deeds, not your words. We have an altar call. People come to the altar. Everybody rushes to the altar. We all make commitments on, Monday, on Sunday morning. Monday morning, we're back to square one again. But if you learn to wait upon the Lord, your deeds get sanctified, not your words. Amen. You learn how to still your mind, how to still your heart, and how to just be quiet. And we are too fidgety, we're too clumsy. Everything is so busy, busy, busy. And we say, God told me. (laughs) (laughs) Which God told you? It's not the God of the Bible. Now, how come there's no fruits? People use the word, God told me, God told me, God told me. When is the last time you sat and did absolutely nothing and waited upon the Lord for five minutes with your mouth closed? No, I don't have the time. That's why you're in the state, you're in the mess that you're in. Great message, right? Aha, uh-huh. I know you guys love me. Hallelujah. All right, so let's pray together. Amen. It's okay, don't worry. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, this morning, we thank you that you are raising up a community. We pray that you are blessed today by the ministry. Remember, if you would like to hear this message in its entirety and even hear the entire series, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. That's www.kingdomrock.org. We will be so glad to connect with you. While you're there on the website, make sure to consider a financial donation in support of the ministry. And don't forget, if you're in the area, stop on by and visit with us every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and Wednesday night at 7 p.m. We're located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. Stop on by. And don't forget, while you're on the website, sign up for Kingdom Inspirations. We believe it's going to be a blessing to you. All right, until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose Him as your Lord today. Only He can make a way.